Warning, this podcast may contain content that some listeners might find offensive. Perfect. Something like that, isn't it? What the <laughs> hell? Like, it takes me like 60 episodes and I'm still <laughs> fucking this up. It's just it yeah. one. Yeah. Ooh, bullshit, this is. I'm going to pack up my balls and leave. Welcome to Seesaw Podcast with T, Cleves and Selena. Each week, offered up a blurry perspective on life. Welcome to Seesaw. We're back once again. We have Selena joining us today. Hey. But you're not on the spotlight this time. You're well, in the corner in the dark. Hey, that's a stereotype now. You can't, you can't say that. So today we are going to be talking about stereotypes. And so we have Selena back to give another perspective on this because i'm glad you said that because you made i thought you were going into selena being a stereotype it's like, <laughs> that was like the way you were going to run into that yeah you're going to check with me so to be yeah, yeah. this <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just a sounding board we're going to have a panel of visually impaired people we're just going to ask them how much of a stereotype they are <laughs> no it's great to have you back selena hopefully this week we can like really keep it nice and loose um, it's better. It's good to have. Someone. I feel like I'm on my best behavior because I, when you said keeping it loose, my instant thought was to make something of a, of a mum joke, and I just think because Selena's here, I will rein it in. Like, it I feel down. like yeah, I feel like you bring a touch of class to the proceedings. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Oh, we we definitely need it, <laughs> especially after last week. Awesome. So, how are you doing, Selena? Since our last chat. Um, I'm good. I'm good. Um, thank you for having me back. I feel honoured. I think maybe <laughs> what, first guest guest you've uh, invited back. <laughs> yeah. All the others said no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we tried to get Martin Austin back, but he hasn't been returning my calls. <laughs> <laughs> All right. If we move on quickly to last week's episode, I'm just going to jump straight in because I listened to This Is What Blind Looks Like podcast, right? And they were talking about a person that was in a wheelchair that also had a guide dog. And this person that was in a wheelchair had to go into hospital for some reason. And their guide dog came to the hospital and then, oh, this is really depressing that I'm talking about. Uh, the guide dog basically sees something across the other side of the road before they get into the hospital, ran out, got hit by a car, had to be retired. And when that person got a new guide dog, the old guide dog got basically super mega depressed. And she then decided to give the guide dog away. Now, have you seen anything like that when it comes to Wes? I personally haven't. He seems more like he wants to swing his big dick all over the new one, if anything. He does try to hump a lot. I don't mean physically, I mean in metaphorically. Oh, no, physically he tries as well. But Ted is far quicker. And every time Wes tries, he's like, oh, no, missed again, mate. <laughs> it's like a David Attenborough documentary, though, isn't it? Where, like, the... The old walrus is sat on an iceberg plowing all the females and then the new young guy comes along and the old man's just a little bit too... He's aggressive, but he's also feeble. I mean, I haven't seen it, but saying that Wes was only around Ted for two days before he went on a holiday. He didn't seem down, though, did he? No, but you never know what's going to happen with time. I, I think Selena might have a different experience on this. You're, you're on your second dog, aren't you, Selena? Yep, and I had both my retired guide dog and my current guide dog together. And 
no, Calvin, I wouldn't say was depressed at all, but he is a very dominant dog. And yes, there was a lot of pumping. Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> My partner's got a video actually of, oh, I shouldn't even say this, poor Calvin. Um, wow. Calvin, <laughs> Calvin humping by It's on a face. very niche um, site. Oh. <laughs> um, just, but yeah, but no, Calvin definitely showed who was boss and I just let them sort themselves out between them and it worked fine. They had a great brother relationship. Did yeah. the balance of power shift over time? The thing, this is a thing. So I suppose the age, as say, ten years difference, same as same as Wes and Ted, uh, and Riley knew that Calvin wasn't as fast. He'd like run up the stairs because he knew Calvin struggled with stairs and like to tease him with a toy. Like, no, come and get me. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or Riley would shoot under the table because he's a bit smaller and Calvin couldn't get him there. But I think Riley knew. That he wasn't top dog <laughs> anyway uh, yeah. but he liked to get his little it's that brotherly thing isn't it it is yeah they were just like that brothers okay that's all there asked for me i was just curious i mean did you have any sort of feedback from like, you've heard like last week's episode selena is there anything that you want to sort of flag with us um so i always put my hand up <laughs> when I listen to your podcast with my partner when oh, he needs dear. to pause it so I can give my comment. <laughs> yeah, go on. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's hear it. Yeah. Fire away. Um, so a couple of things, I suppose, because, you know, things that you did wrong, well, not wrong, or said that aren't quite accurate. Like one of them, I know you probably were on the same deal that I was with Calvin when where's retired where you don't have to pay the full costs but yeah i suppose you'll find out when you sign your new contract that guide dogs don't do that anymore if you want to keep your dog in retirement these days you've got to pay for everything uh, whether you can afford it or not which is an interesting one because that must leave some people with really difficult decisions if they literally can't afford to keep their dog and they'd like to what if you don't Um, sign a contract do you just not get the dog yeah you have to sign the contract (laughs) I mean, when I've been, I've been going through some paperwork recently with Ted, and they basically said like, we can just take the dog back whenever we want. Mm. I've, that's paperwork I've had to sign. It's like we don't have to give you a reason. We can just show up one day, like men in white coats show up and just go with them guide dogs and just take him out. And like the, that's like some nineteen eighty four shit. Yeah, but there's, there's nothing you can do about it. Like, you've got to sign this paperwork. I'm not sure if this was the same when when you've got Riley Selena or whether they've changed recently, but. I'm not going to criticise them for it. Like I think guide dogs are great, but some of the stuff they outline with that first sort of that contract that you do, because I've done my temporary one for the training, but they say it's very similar to like the, the full contract. It's very much, we reserve the right to do anything we want, really, and if we think that you're not good enough, we <laughs> can basically take our dog back. Yeah, pretty much. The dog doesn't belong to us at the end of the day. We've kind of got them on loan. And I... Yeah. I qualified two years ago now with Riley and I think they've taken the 50p thing out now um yes they have yeah so I'm 50p down but you won't <laughs> what's the 50p thing <laughs> so 50p it, it's to establish the contract isn't it Selena like there had to oh, be like okay, a yeah, physical transaction yeah, of okay. something so when companies get bought for a quid or whatever yeah yeah, yeah. But okay. yeah, they've changed it now. I don't I don't know what the official wording is. It's I don't I don't, still don't think you own the dog, but but, but there's no. no money exchanged anymore for, for whatever. Probably a rental we, agreement. Five pence a year for ten years. 
Yeah, the <laughs> balloon payment at the end. Yeah, it's a bunch of balloons, <laughs> yeah. literally. Okay, so there was that. What else are you going to call us on? Or rather uh, tea, because I don't have a guide dog, so I'm assuming it's wrong tea. <laughs> All I did was make it dark by implying that dogs get shot at the end of their term. <laughs> yeah, that, that was... Uh... <laughs> There was a lot of gunshots and it was very dark. But um, I think you, um, in the beginning, but then you did kind of half correct yourself about when you say the options for a retired dog, you know, you can keep them or they can go back to their puppy walker or now called puppy raisers um, or they can go to someone on the list that's applying for a to rehome a retired dog but the other option is where you can nominate a family member but then i think you did come back to that you just didn't say at the beginning and the also option, farm that's an option a family member that lives on a farm or someone who <laughs> lives on a farm that would like to rehome a retired guide dog yeah yes yeah exactly yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nothing more awesome so shall we jump into this week's topic yes this week we are talking stereotypes So there are a lot of stereotypes out there about the visually impaired and blind community. And we're just going to go over what these are and then maybe assess, are they justified? Because I can't remember what the quote is. I will try and find it. There's no smoke without fire. Well, that wasn't the quote. Uh, Something along the lines of every stereotype has a grain of truth. Whatever, man. Something like that. It's, it's It's a similar thing. Okay, so stereotypes. Let's do this. Physical stereotypes. Are blind people fugly AF? I mean, I've met some fugly AF blind people, but I think, I mean, I've met some some really fugly just other like people, non-disabled people. I don't think it is anything to do. Who are you to judge? T? I'm a blind guy. All right. My point is this: <laughs> Are blind people more likely to? not care about their appearance than regular people. Normies? Selena, help me out. What's the word? Sightlings. Sightlings. I like that one. It sounds oh, Lord of the Rings-esque. Hit me. All right. Okay. okay. Here's, here's my stereotype of uh, a typical blind man. Um, terrible haircut. And I appreciate I've had some terrible ones over the years. They are a little bit overweight because, I mean, why are blind people going to go to the gym? They're not going to fuck what people look like. Mm, what else sportswear i'd say sportswear yeah like in terms of the clothes i feel like a lot of the time the stereotype is loose fitting they're just yeah they don't really they have zero fashion sense mismatch they're not really bothered what they wear because i mean if if they can't see it that's the thought right if you can't see it why do you care what you wear i I think that there's a lot of so it's my sort of frumpy dumpy kind of slightly waddling kind of guy badly dressed terrible haircut Maybe maybe he doesn't groom himself that much. Has a you know you could probably smell him from a little way away. I mean, for college, there were a lot of smelly people at college. Mm. That was something. Well, but that might just be teenagers. But is this true? That that's that's what I'm asking because I actually know quite a few blind people that none of that shit's true for. <laughs> I'd like to hope I'm in that group. Well, you can hope. <laughs> 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 I think there are blind people that that are as Cleves has just described, but there are also sighted people who are just like that as well. That are unkempt, but overweight, don't wash much, don't change their clothes. So, but do blind people have an excuse for that? I think there might 
occasionally be less aware. I, I know I'm guilty of wearing comfy clothes. So I suppose as a blind person, if you're but I feel like whenever I've met you, you've had a sort of fashion sense going on. Like whether you can see it or not, you kind of had a style going on. Whereas In I'm my talking younger about days. people that just <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> now I'm like, if I'm just going out to walk the dog, I have my set kind of jeans and hoodie, and because that's comfy and that, that's not not glamorous. If I'm just going dog walking, mate, you're getting married. You don't need to give a shit anymore. You've already locked it down. <laughs> I definitely think I used to care much more when I was younger. And actually, when I I cared more when I just lost my sight, I felt like I had to make more of an effort to prove I care about the way I look because yeah. I couldn't see. And I think a lot of, of the visually impaired females I know are a bit like that. And they kind of might overdo it sometimes the other way. So they, you know, get really wild, colourful hair or get their nails really, really snazzy or dress up to the nines just to go out somewhere casual. So I think it can work both ways because, yeah, overcompensating as well. Would you say potentially a woman, like my stereotype of a man, would you say that differs for a woman? Again, I'm thinking back to college now. but I, That's where I go some... to as well when I think of it. That's because that's where most of the blind people I know congregated in one Yeah, that's mass. what I say. When at the time do we see loads of blind people together to, to judge? Mm-hmm. And yes, there were some. The typical, just a baggy T-shirt and jeans or jogging bottoms and trainers, that was their style. Yeah, But then I mean, again, I do know, as I said, people that overcompensate and the girls that have got full makeup and perfect hair, nails jewellery heels the works <laughs> is that ever conversation or is that just simply like making an effort maybe if you're single you know you want to attract a guy or a, someone of a, an opposite agenda i don't know maybe over effort though sometimes i don't think that everyday sighted person makes that much of an effort so i don't know i think there is some truth to the whole when you haven't got any sight or you've got very low sight it can be easy to sort of slip into like just wanting to be comfortable. And I get it. Like at the moment I'm in a hoodie and jeans and I want to be comfortable. But at the same time, I'm not the person who's going to put on a suit either. Like that's not not me, but that's not because of vision or anything like that. That's just because that's not my style. And I think that's that's what sort of comes into it. I think when it comes to fashion, I think you're either fashionable or or you're not. And I'm very much not. <laughs> Again, you got locked down. You've been married for like four or five years or whatever it is. True, but that's you're basically implying that my wife doesn't care if I look like garbage. No one does. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> look, okay, let's just move away from fashion a little bit. What about general appearance? Let's take um, like sort of grooming and things like that. I, When I think of a stereotypical blind person, and I'm guilty of this, I think of someone that is ungroomed, maybe a little bit overweight. But when we look at ourselves we you know a lot of us like a lot of blind people still work out they still make an effort to groom themselves you know what i mean they, they want to look physically appealing to people even though they can't see what they look like themselves i mean have you seen me i'm a bit overweight and i've got a massive beard i haven't had a shaving okay so what you're saying is fuck about <laughs> what we said about selena earlier what i should be doing is asking you about stereotypes <laughs> <laughs> i mean selena's an athlete so well, there we go. That's what I mean. <laughs> I mean, it's chalk and cheese. Here, You're not going to be it? dumping around, being like waddling around, are you? Cleveland, to be fair, try <laughs> not to. Um... You said I waddle around. Well, I'm not saying you waddle. 
I feel, I, 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 I like, feel like what, I've, what I've secretly done is inspired you to go to the gym for like two weeks straight. For two <laughs> weeks? Wow. That's a record, that is. All I mean is I feel like that in my head, that's my stereotypical blind person in the sense that it, I think it's the lack of caring which leads me to believe that. So and I think it's easy if you're not catching yourself in the mirror, though, to think, oh, my God. Do I look like that? If you've not got that feedback, <laughs> mm, maybe that's it. the motivation to, to, to keep your, your appearance up. Definitely. Totally agree with that. And I don't, I don't look in the mirror. <laughs> well, maybe this is the problem. Maybe like your friends and family should be more on top of you. Not physically. Should, but you know what I mean? should they? Like, shouldn't you just be comfortable with who you are? Uh, my mum, my mum is always on at me oh I, I mean I get my eyebrows done and stuff like that but she'll spot like oh when it when are you getting that done or um you need to so uh, yeah that's what I mean I'd appreciate that like I don't want to I don't want to go out if, if I went out looking like absolute dog shit I would want someone to basically tell me that like mate just go back inside and try again I think that's a personality difference no it's not <laughs> it is I think that's a complete personality difference because I, I resonate with Selena a bit in, in the sense that my mum will pick out on things and she'll, she'll say like little things like, oh, when, when that jumper again, are you? Are you getting this done? Or, oh, I, I, have you lost weight? No, put on weight, mum. Oh, you know, you've trimmed down. Weren't intending to, mum. Doesn't, doesn't matter to me. It's a nice thing, right? Like, you, do, you know. Not the way she says it. <laughs> It was. It, I guess. Sorry, I guess mom. what I'm thinking more is, stereotypically, when I think of a blind person, I think of them having no style or no love for themselves, as opposed to having a style and wanting to be like something. Like, okay, in my in my previous days, okay, I had stupid hair, I had a mohawk, I've had various things going on, but that's because I wanted to have it. I wanted to do it. Do you know what I mean? It might look ridiculous. However. That's kind of what I wanted to be like. I was happy to be like that. You know, if I, if I get a bit overweight, I work out because I'm not happy to be like that. But are blind people just happy not having anything? I don't know. I don't how how do you physically, I guess, how does a blind person make themselves stand out? Do you want to stand out? Hmm. I guess. Again, so. it's needing the help, though, to like go clothes shopping. If I haven't got somebody who can go and do that with them, Who's describing clothes and what they look like? What's the latest hair? It's not easy, is it? Okay, yeah. let me. Okay, let, let me. Let's move on to this then. How did you pick your look, Selena? Uh, um, again, I guess my mum's always been heavily involved in my appearance, um, and you trust her judgment to an extent, right? I would, to I an guess. extent, yeah, yeah, and even with like obviously. I'm going to be getting married and I've got a partner and we go out shopping sometimes, but I always then go and check what my mum thinks of something. <laughs> I need her approval. All right, sweet. So let's move on to the biggest physical attribute that people stereotype for blind people. The eyes. The notes got down here. Lazy eyes, strange colours, twitchy, which I do suffer from, guilty of that. And no eye contact. So these are the ones we've put down. So these are the stereotypes which, I mean, it comes down to your condition, doesn't it? It's 100% your condition. Yeah, but I always feel like people, when they think of blind people, they always think they're not going to be looking at you. Their eyes are going to be wandering. 
their eyes are just going to be generally fucked up, to be honest. That's not necessarily the case, is it? Ever. Well, it, I would argue in like at least 75% of cases, people are going to probably still look at you. It depends, doesn't it? Some people don't like making eye contact in, anyway. If you're self-conscious about how your eyes look, you might not want to make eye contact and you might look away. You might be wearing sunglasses. Now, I don't give a monkeys, but I know that some people get creeped out by my nystagmus. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. Because <laughs> <laughs> they, they just twitch, especially the right eye. I could be making eye contact with people. Who have, that's what I do. Then the right eye just goes crazy does anything it wants it's just all over the shop and that creeps people out and i see people break eye contact with me and that's weird to me but i get does it does that upset you does that does that make you feel uncomfortable or yes selena ask him the horrible questions <laughs> <laughs> get in there dig at his fucking emotions <laughs> <laughs> i mean not particularly i don't think i i feel upset or, or unhappy about it but at the same time, it does make me aware that my eyes do it because sometimes I do forget because nystagmus isn't the main condition I have. I've got, I've got the big boy and the sidecar is, is nystagmus. And sometimes I forget that the nystagmus is a thing because it doesn't really affect my vision all that much compared to the other condition. So when people do break eye contact, I think it does sort of like sort of ping in the back of my mind like, Oh, yeah, they're creeped out by that. Okay, they're uncomfortable looking at me. And ultimately, that's their hang-up. But it doesn't mean I'm not going to still try and make eye contact with them. I mean, I'm not going to move my head to <laughs> gain that eye contact again. But I don't want to say it upsets me, but it does. It makes me aware of something that I really don't give much thought to, usually. Yeah. Obviously, I haven't got any useful vision anymore. So I try and give people eye contact. But I think what I actually do is look towards people's voice because that's where the sound's coming from. Like I do the same. The darker it gets, the lower in the face I'm looking. Yeah, which I don't know if people find a bit strange. But I do my best. I I think sometimes I've been told as well, if I'm in the car or just somewhere I'm just talking 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 and they're like oh Hank I don't know what you're saying you're not looking at me people need you to look at them as well for some reason (laughs) they can't just listen to your voice they need to lip read but I'm quite conscious of the way my eyes look especially in photos I hate it I'm always like what do my eyes look like because if I'm not looking in the right direction or half closed or my eyes are fairly normal looking ironically my the eye I've been in blind in since the age of two that's more normal looking than my left one because I've had so many surgeries on my left one but my I've got calcium buildup on the front of my left eye so my left eye has is a bit gray bluey looking now and I am quite aware of that and just yeah I suppose I'm conscious about my appearance go back to the stereotype thing though if you're blind do you really give a shit? Like, why, why? Let me ask, why do you care about what your eyes look like in photos if you can't see the photos? Because I'm going to look good because everyone else is looking at the photos. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And this is what people don't get, isn't it? Like, that, that, that's the reason I asked that question. Because people still, like, blind people still care what they look like despite not being able to see what they look like. Mm. That's a, well, that's a huge do. misconception, I find. Yeah. 
some people do wear the dark glasses though don't they i know some people are photophobic fair enough but there are totals that that wear dark glasses but that i kind of think that makes you stand out more than if you didn't wear glasses you're kind of highlighting there's something wrong with you by wearing you know dark glasses at night or very true. when it's not yeah. sunny that's, I don't know. that's a stereotype in itself isn't it blind people wearing sunglasses that's in itself a stereotype when you you think of any sort of like media depictions if you you want to show a blind person walking down the street in like a comic or or something like that it's always dark glasses and a cane and a guide dog like there's always the dark glasses there isn't it like but is that because they're self-conscious of their the way their eyes look or move and they want to hide that Oh, is it other people that told them that they need to hide their eyes? Like Stevie Wonder. Maybe. Like, exactly. Yeah. He wears dark glasses, doesn't he? But where's yeah. that come from? Yeah. It's... Maybe it's just a fashion thing. Yeah, he's been blind from birth. The same with Ray Charles. He was the same, blind from birth. Yeah, it's it's a strange one, isn't it? It's, it's very strange. And then there was um, Gabrielle, the singer. So she's yes. got a lazy right eye and she always wore, wore the eye patch, which makes her look, again, she's hiding her, her disability. Yeah. But you're still looking a bit weird looking like a pirate. So, <laughs> <laughs> in today's society, though, should people be doing that or should they basically be, be putting it on show purposely? I think it depends on the person, still, doesn't it? Some people are very self conscious about things. Uh, like, I see, like you said, like you, you want to look good in, in your photos and you get worried about that. And similarly, I, like I said, I don't really care how my eyes look is not something I really care about, but I am more sort of sensitive to being reminded of it more than anything. So I think it's more of a, it's a personal preference, isn't it? And like, like essentially some blind and vision impaired people go over the top with making themselves stand out and others just don't give, they tend to give two shits. I think it just comes down to your eyes as well. Like sometimes if, if you don't care, then you're not really going to act on that. If we summarise this then, is it basically that in terms of physical appearance, it kind of comes down to that person individually, whether they want to make themselves look a certain way? And does it come down to what other people think or how comfortable they feel? Both. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, I suppose that's, yeah, I suppose that's the answer, yeah. I don't know. But I've got a question for you both whilst I think of it. You obviously both wear glasses. Do you wear designer glasses? Fashion yeah, glasses? mine are Ray-Bans. I have. Um, I think mine are mine are designer. I'm not sure what they are. Look, if I'm going to wear a pair of something every single day of my life for the next two to three years, they better be fucking good. So I'm quite happy to pay out my money and have Ray-Bans slapped on the side of my glasses. That makes me feel a little bit nice inside that I can afford something relatively decent. In, that's fair I mean, but isn't my... that you also owning your disability isn't it like yeah you know you're trying to make the best of a bad situation oh yeah I have to, yeah it's a good point actually that is a very good point if i have to wear glasses let's make them sexy <laughs> <laughs> strong words i mean it would detract from the rest of the face at least <laughs> uh around the same I, I have like designer glasses, but not all my sunglasses. I do just get like the dog shit. You go to you go to TK TK Maxx, and it's like 
oh, look at all these mismatched sunglasses that were never sold and some of them are terrible. And I just go, those, they don't look terrible. Um, I don't know what they are. And I just walk out with those because they cost like 11 quid. So I, I sort of flip-flop on it because I could get designer sunglasses because I wear sunglasses quite a lot, but I don't. Mm. Well, well, actually, this is a slightly off-topic mm. thing, but whilst we're talking about physical appearance for blind people, I have nowadays a fuckload of tattoos. And mm. I know there's going to be a point where I'm not going to see a lot of those tattoos. So should blind people get tattoos, firstly? I know someone with a Braille tattoo. No way. How does that even work? You can get tactile tattoos. Okay, I'm actually very intrigued by this. This might be a topic in itself. I I get my tattoos now because I like them. I like the way they look. And when we talk about the whole fashion sense, I'm still largely, secretly now, based in the whole punk mentality that I was 15 years ago. So my tattoos are largely based within that. But there's a lot of people blind people i'm going to say that probably have tattoos and piercings they're not going to be able to see them but maybe they just do it to feel good as opposed to being able to see the artwork but then my also question is if you don't have a tattoo you could maybe say i'll oh, go in and want this i want a i don't know a medusa on the back of my the on the back of my yeah i don't know whatever medusa or kermit the frog on my arm and the tattoo artist goes in there's a tribal one and goes, yep, there you go, sir. And then you come away thinking, yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, but- It's not till your friend fucks you over and says, yeah, yeah, that's that's nothing what, what Yeah, but said. how is this different from all those lads who go abroad for lads, lads, lads holiday and then they get some sort of like Kenji on their, their leg or something or whatever it is, like, and they go, oh, it means love and respect. And then they meet one person who actually can read that, like, and it might be a Mandarin or whatever, and they go, no, mate, it says pot noodle or you're a dickhead. Yeah. Like, the amount of people who have, like, you just have to watch what they say, uh, that tattoo show was like tattoo removal. Tattoo fixes, yeah. That's the one. And the amount of people go on there, like, oh, I thought it said uh, honour and, and bravery. And it's like, no. All I mean is, as a, as a blind person, <laughs> if you go and get tattooed or pierced, do you think it's more about how it makes you feel as opposed to how the artwork looks? I think yeah. possibly feeling because there was a few lads at college that had uh, whatever football team they supported the the, the badge of the team. Um, so I guess that's that pride of that. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I suppose it's like your seesaw podcast tattoo that you have on your arm, Selena. But I mean, why do you have that? <laughs> Big fan of the show. <laughs> <laughs> the tattoo was exceptionally cheap, done by a friend. Free. <laughs> Doesn't say seesaw. <laughs> Saw spelt W H O R E. Okay, so I think we've done like plenty for today. Like we could keep going for hours and hours and hours, but I think what we're we're going to be doing with this is turning it into a bit of a series. So you can look forward to a second part, and then there'll be more subsequent parts as we go on. Kind of fucked up there, didn't you? You know no, what you're going to say. I left a gap there because I realised you're going to cut this in half. So that's the first part. That's the oh, end. Lardy, dog. First episode. That's a smart. Looking at these notes, we have plenty more to talk about, haven't we, guys? We got zero, and um, we could go for ages. There's not zero. There's loads. <laughs> Absolutely loads. <laughs> we have topics for years. Have no fears. Uh, but it's been it's been great to catch up. Yeah, who knew talking about blind stereotypes would be so fun? 
<laughs> we, we had so much to say that's it it's very much a rabbit hole isn't it like we can just keep going like further and further down and like instead of just going bang 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 just having them out do you want me to put that shotgun reference in there? i knew you was gonna say that. <laughs> okay guys i think that's enough for now and i look forward to this being a an epic series of blind stereotypes discussions and well i don't know when you'll have me on again but i'll hopefully see you soon sounds good see you then thanks for listening to the seesaw podcast you can find us on twitter at seesaw pod facebook reddit instagram and youtube at seesaw podcast you can also email us at seesawpodcast at gmail.com. Like, rate, review, subscribe, and then you can also find us on TikTok, but get us on all the other places. This podcast was recorded in front of a blind audience.